and welcome back to another fan base podcast. I'm DJ. I'm Tanner. And I'm Gunner. Uh, we still don't have Tristan yet, but here within the next, I'd say, two episodes, you'll see him back. We miss him dearly. We do. So, but today, it's going to be our draft reactions. Uh, we'll just go team by team, give a, uh, give a draft grade, how we think they did. Some will be different. Mine is mostly positive besides like two teams. But I have good, almost good grades for every single team because I thought everybody in the draft did a good job of getting either best player available or getting team needs. Yeah. So who wants to start it off with? I think we'll go alphabetical order by team. So we'll start with the Cardinals, Arizona. Who wants to go first? I, I can start. Um, Cardinals, in my opinion, had a very underrated draft. Um, they picked up their uh, Fitz replacement. Not saying Rondell Moore is going to be Larry Fitzgerald, but he's a good receiver that can come in and be good for them. They also picked up a linebacker, which they desperately needed after losing Hassan Reddick in the offseason. So, I, I, for me, I'd probably give him a B, B plus. I I gave the Cardinals an A because Zayvon Collins is really good. Rondell Moore is fast. Like, I, he's, he's almost like he's not going to be Larry Fitz, but he's just another receiver to have once he's gone. Yeah, that's what I meant. I wasn't yeah. saying, like, he is going to be okay. Larry Fitz. I just and, meant, like. And also a really underrated pick they got later was Tay Gowan. Yeah. Tay Gowan is, like, I don't know how he wasn't drafted, like, higher. I love Tay Gowan. Uh, he was a, I think he went to JUCO, and then he played one year at, at UCF, UCF. Yep, and that was like the year that they studied tape on him, kind of. But I gave them an A just because of Zavin, Rondell, and Tay Gowan. Yeah, um, I went B plus, uh, but they they also they really did have a underrated draft taking. They just they got what they needed. And all those guys are going to fit well with their roster. So who would be who'd be next? The Arizona. Falcons. Uh, yeah, Atlanta. Um, I think I had the Falcons at an A plus because I thought the Falcons had a really really good draft. Um, I thought Kyle Pitts at four was great. Um, I mean they they really just they touched in every position that they needed, and um, I mean they got the the safety another safety at pick 40, and then Jalen Mayfield at 68. So, I mean, they kind of just covered every position. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I also gave them an A-plus just because of day by day. They really just did a great job of getting yeah. what they needed. So, Kyle Pitts, obviously, he's going to be great. Yeah. Especially, you know, Atlanta, their offense is usually, like, good with Matt Ryan. Uh, UCF, Richie Grant. He's good, very yeah. good. Uh, they did they take? I don't remember if they took him. Was he drafted before uh, Mo Rig? No, I, he wasn't. No. Mo Rig was drafted was like thirty eight. Yeah, he was off the board. Oh, okay. He was off yeah, the board. I, I some who passed on Mo Rig? Uh, gosh dang it! I somebody a team passed on Mo Rig. I forgot who it was. I wanted the Jags. I think it was. I think it was, it was yeah. either the Jags or the. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, they took him. Jalen Mayfield, obviously. Taquan Graham out of Texas is pretty good. 
Um, I wish I could pronounce the Notre Dame's D end right here. I think it's Adetu Kungbo Ungdeji. <laughs> That's like my best pronunciation I could put for it. But I also give them an A plus just because they did a great day one for sure. That was their best. Yeah, just being able to get positions of need and not saying. I mean, they could have went quarterback, but Kyle Pitts is going to be a generational talent. Yeah, it's hard to pass wherever. up on him at four if you're Atlanta. Uh, I get. I gave him an A. Uh, the only reason I didn't give him an A plus is just because I mean, like you said, Kyle Pitts is a generational talent, but. Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan is in the end of his career, and I feel like, as of right now, this is kind of their best chance to take a quarterback. Um, I mean, they'll probably have more opportunities, but the top four quarterbacks in this year's draft was so talented, and that's why I just that's why I think they should have taken a quarterback. But Kyle Pitts is insanely good. I'm not gonna yeah. be like, oh, you guys are awful for taking Kyle Pitts because Kyle Pitts. If you didn't take quarterback, I would tell you to take Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Kyle Pitts is so good, but that's why I gave him an A. See, there's like different, uh, you know, mindsets because they could have went quarterback, but then if you go quarterback, you really like it's another year of Matt Ryan only being able to throw to Julio, yeah, kind of situation, you know, and that quarterback won't play for two years probably because he'll be behind Matt Ryan. I doubt they'll outplay Matt Ryan. Like, yeah. I don't know. But next up's the Baltimore Ravens. I gave the Ravens an let's see, I gave the Ravens an A. Uh Rashad Bateman was huge for them. They need receivers <laughs> so bad. Yeah. And later in the draft they got Tylen Wallace, who was great for them as well. So they'll have Hollywood, uh Rashad Bateman, Tylen Wallace, Wallace and Mark Andrews. Very solid. Yeah. Receiving core right there, and then no, usually known as Jason Away, but now he officially changed his name to Odafe. I think it's Odafe. Odafe. I think it's Odafe Away. Is how what his new real, what his real name is now. He's he was their pick at thirty one. Great pick. Love him at Penn State. They also later in the draft got Sean Wade out of Ohio State. He got absolutely destroyed by Devontae <laughs> Smith in the national championship game. That's why he fell so hard. Like, because he was supposed to be, he was like, you want to talk about just absolutely getting manhandled. He was absolutely manhandled by Devontae Smith. He gave up like 250 yards, four touchdowns. Like, I don't, <laughs> I can't remember his stat line, but he, that's the main reason he fell as far as he did, which he wasn't going to be like drafted, you know, day one or anything yeah. like that. But like, he was, you know, could have went maybe like, Mid second, maybe like th- late second, maybe like third, third or fourth round. But still, I gave them an A. I like their draft a lot. I think they did good with the picks they were given from the Chiefs. I also gave them an A. Um, just basically everything you just said, I agree with. Rashawn Bateman's so good. Interce- I mean, receivers obviously like their biggest need last year, especially after. You know, they had to sign a 30-year-old Des Bryant to come in and try to impact immediately because their receiving core is so bad. And I just think Rashawn Bateman's going to fit that so well. And Jason Owe, or Odefe Owe, is so good. He's um, I had him projected going around here anyway just 
because how good he is. Yeah. And <coughs> I'm honestly glad he went to Baltimore. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I I think in mine I didn't have him going first, but if and I didn't have him going first, it was like very early second round, yeah. like within the first five picks, just because him and Joe Joe uh, Tryon, yeah, and all and all the and like linebackers that could have went there, they were right there for me. But what you have for that? I also yeah. had the Ravens at an A. I mean, there's really not much more I can say that you guys haven't. Um, I mean, they're the picks that they had were just solid picks um, that are going to be good for them in the future. Yeah. Buffalo Bills up next. I I'm like I don't know what I think of the Bills draft honestly because. My initial grade I have for them, my initial grade I have for them is a B plus. But the more I look at it, you get Gregory, who's just got like this amazing potential, amazing upside. You get Carlos Basham, and you get some O linemen to help out later in the draft. But your first round pick at thirty is Gregory. You have like they they need. Like the Bills, one thing that they need to make this a championship roster is, pa- is pass rush and run defense. And I just don't know if, I just don't know if Gregory can come in and fit the, what they need. Really, like, I mean they're they're win now, like right now, but like their roster isn't like old or anything like that either. Yeah, but I don't know. I just I like Gregory a lot. I just I hope he gets coached right. Because he could be a nose tackle like monster, or he could come off the edge with his long arms, and he's like six six, pretty sure. Yeah, like he he could be a monster. It just depends on if he can get the mechanics down to actually be a defensive lineman. Yeah. I just don't know. Because I mean, he's an athletic freak. Oh yeah, he is. It just Whether I just don't know how they'll be able to coach him right and. I don't know. I I'm gonna stick. I'm gonna stick with the V plus. Ju- but that's just my initial grade for right now. It might. Ch- I mean, obviously it'll change if any player plays bad. But yeah, I gave I gave the Bills a B minus, um, because other than Gregory and Carlos Basham, uh, there's just I feel like there was better picks available than what they took. Because, like, I mean, I just, I don't like, they went back-to-back defensive end. And, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But, I don't know. I just would have liked to see them explore another another player to a different position. Gregory's more, Gregory's honestly more like a D-tackle anyway. I mean, that's not, true, but. He, when he was in Miami, he was better, like, he was better, like, starting at, starting at three-point at DN, spinning back towards the middle and coming up through the middle, like, rushing through the middle. So, like, I'm not saying he needs to start as a D-tackle, obviously, but he's better when, like, they design plays for him to rush up the, up middle, the middle to just absolutely torch, like, centers and guards and instead I don't of trying to get around tackles. That's just, like, he uses as athleticism to, like, just get by people. He doesn't have mechanics yet. It's yeah. Just, he's, like, pure athleticism. And I just, I don't know. There just wasn't enough, like, nothing on their their draft picks. They don't pop out. Other than Gregory, there's yeah, just draft, it just seems like there's everything's just vague. Yeah, their draft very wasn't really that exciting. So if I, was, if I was a Bills fan though, I would be like, 
I wouldn't be mad. Oh, no, 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 no. By any means, B- minus is not mad at all. B- minus is you're, I mean, you can live with a B- minus because there's teams that are not, are Bs and Cs and stuff like that. This is one of the hardest ones for me to grade just because Gregory, I think Gregory has, like, probably the biggest upside in the draft. He's got the upside. He's got the upside, but it just matters if someone can teach him if he can just unlock it. Yeah. If he can just unlock and be, like, he really, like, honestly, like, if he he doesn't really have to get, like, 100% technical. No. If he can get, like, 60% technical, he'll be good. Yeah. It's just that, like, at Miami, he was, like, 10% technical. Yeah. <laughs> like, his hands really weren't good. Like, his footwork really wasn't that good. It and was just burn somebody. Like, Run up the middle, burn the lineman, get a sack. Yeah. He's, he's got some, like, good D-tackle and Ed. Like, Ed Oliver's pretty good. Um, So, like, Ed Oliver could, you know, teach him how to get uh, around those. I mean, Ed Oliver's not, like, be, the best example, but, like, you know be, what I mean. There'll be somebody. They'll have coaches there to teach yeah, him. That, yeah, that, I mean. that too. I, I, gave, I gave this a B, but I think, like, from my initial view of it was it was anywhere between a B and like an A. I think Gregory could, like I said, be the best def- defensive player in this draft class. I really do. He just has to get the technical side of it. Yeah, because he's got the body and the athleticism to do it. Well, let you start the next one, Tanner, because the next one's Carolina. <laughs> okay. Well, I was originally very upset. I'm not upset anymore. We took J.C. Horn at 8. Now, I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but looking back at it now, I'm more of a fan of it, but I'm still not the biggest fan of it. I would rather, I mean, in my opinion, I'd rather take Sean Slater, um, Patrick Sertan, or Devontae Smith. And, I mean, J.C. Horn's good. I just, I think we reached for him. Honestly, I think we could have traded back and still got him. And, but he's still good. I'm glad we took him. And uh, the biggest, my, I was more excited about um, Terrence Marshall than I was J.C. Horn. Because yeah. Terrence Marshall's really good, and he fell pretty hard. And I, I'm so happy we got him. And then we also got um, Chuba, Chuba from Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. And he's going to be our backup running back because we lost Mike Davis. And I think he's going to be great. And we also got uh, Davion Nixon, uh, Iowa D tackle, who's actually pretty good. And I think we kind of stole him. I mean, if you watch that guy's highlights, he looked very good. And he's a big dude. Yeah. So overall, I'm gonna give the give us an A minus. Um, like I said, J.C. Horn's a good corner. I think he'll come in. I think he'll play good for us. I just think there was like a better option than J.C. Horn at eight. I don't know. I I like the horn. I like J.C. Horn pick just because like he fits your scheme. Like he's this perfect scheme fit for how you're gonna run your defense. Cause like J.C. can run man. He can he can run like any scheme in the defense that you want. And that's true. He, and, like, he definitely can. 
I mean, and like he, I don't really think it was a reach because I, I think he would have went if you took Sertan at eight. He's JC's going nine, yeah, or ten. So I mean, you really only you only went up a spot, and none of those teams that were behind you were gonna trade up for eight. That unless they yeah. unless it was a guaranteed quarterback, and I guarantee they were on the phone trying to get it, and nobody was trying to trade up for Justin Fields. Yeah, and so I think is a good pick. I gave I have the Panthers. I gave them an A. I gave JC Horn pick is really underrated. Terrence Marshall pick like that a lot. Chuba like it. Tommy Tremble's good. Uh, yeah, Davion Nixon's good. Uh, I just like all their picks. Brady Christensen, they're all like, they're all like. There's a couple safe picks, and then there's picks that are like, if they pan out, will be really good. Yeah, and like Terrence Marshall, like while he might not get like a ton of field time first year, like he might get. I see like he'll get red zone time probably is what he'll be at a yeah. red zone threat for them, but. Chuba behind Christian because you lost Mike Davis. So he's basically Mike Davis replacement. And that's basically what Chuba is anyway, yeah. is someone like a Mike Davis. Like that's this is a great draft. Great draft. Yeah, I had the I had the Panthers and A. Yeah. Um they just a lot of solid picks all across the board that um will fit their roster. Who's up next? Chicago. The Bears. I'll start it off. I gave Chicago an A plus, and I don't have to say why. Yeah, like this like I don't even care. They could have drafted the worst players from second round to seventh, seventh round. I wouldn't have cared. Their first, their eleventh pick for trading up for Justin Fields makes it an A plus automatically. Yeah, I gave it an A plus plus. That's the. I mean, they did they did what they needed to do, and that was getting um, their new franchise quarterback in Justin Fields. I really hope he's a franchise quarterback. I, I hope and pray. I I I couldn't even. Like tell you, there's not enough pluses in the world for <laughs> the amount of A plus I'd give this draft. Just, just I love Justin Fields, and they got Tevin Jenkins kind of, and that's a steal at 39. I mean, Tevin, I think they, I think they good. I think they traded up for him too, though. Yeah, from where they I th- were. I think they did, but still, he's still good. He should have. He's insane. Took him a zoo player too. Yeah, Larry Borum. Took a uh, offensive tackle from Mizzou, and then they took uh, Daz Newsome, the yeah, Daz Newsome. Yeah. the receiver from North Carolina, yeah, which I, he's only like five nine or five ten, I think, but he's quick as hell, very quick. I just hope, I really hope that when they have like their whatever you call it, like you know training camps or whatever, Justin Field just destroys Andy Dalton. I do so too. So then he just starts day one. I do too. Tevin Jenkins will definitely help their O line. Issues. They, I mean, their O line's not good. They released somebody this morning because they drafted Tevin Jenkins. Yeah. I don't remember who it was. Okay. I, but I'm excited to watch Bears. It's the first time ever I'm excited to watch a division rival Bears. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch the Bears play, <laughs> and I don't know how long, but I I just gave it a plus. We all said a plus, didn't we? Yeah. yeah. I was like, they, that's what that's it like deserves to be. One of the be. best drafts for a team. I don't care if they had to trade in next year's. Like a next year's first or whatever, you have to get your. They want their guy, and they got their guy. <laughs> like they yeah. were willing to sell the bag for their guy. Let's but just hope it's not a another I Mitch Trubisky situation. I yeah. swear. Uh, next up is the Bengals. Cincinnati. Yeah, the Bengals. 
Bengals for me was like it's so hard to tell. Yeah, yes, Joe Burrow's probably super happy. Joe Bur Joe Burrow got Jamar Chase, but is that in the team's best interest? That's like the biggest. That's like the biggest. What if is it Jamar Chase or Panay or Sean Slater? And I gave them I gave them a B. And the only reason I gave them a B is because I think they needed tackle more than they needed receiver. And I just I just I mean I understand the Jamar Chase pick. I if I was a Bengals fan I would not be upset at all about picking Jamar Chase. But just from the inside or from the outside looking in, I would say they need O lineman more more bad than they need wide receiver. Uh I I gave the Bengals a what'd you give them? A I gave them a B. I gave them a B plus. Just because Jamar Joe Burrow's gonna be happy one. Yeah. So that's already good. And like it's not like their O their O line's definitely gonna be better than it was last year because of the free agent signings they made. Yeah. And they drafted O line later in this draft. Like I thought they were going to. Literally their second round pick. Jackson Carmen was, was from Clemson. Pick. Yeah. I also got Joseph Osai. Very solid. Liked him a lot. Uh completely went over him for some reason. Yeah. Uh I give him a just a B plus, solid B plus. I like I like Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow together now. I'm not like they're not gonna be like who knows, they might come out and just be like a insane dynamic duo putting up like you know, they'll put up like some monster numbers or whatever, but I don't see him doing that like right away. Yeah. But I'm excited to see the Bengals play next year now too. There's a lot of teams now I'm excited to watch play just off this draft. Just because there's so much young talent yeah. in this draft. And also they drafted a kicker in like the fifth round, I think. <laughs> also Evan McPherson. He's insane too. Have you seen the yeah. thing of him uh-huh. in the bottle cap off the top of the thing? Yeah. And also the Panthers drafted a long snapper in like the sixth round. <laughs> Literally it says long snapper. <laughs> Thomas Thomas Fletcher. I guess you guys were in desperate need of one, so <laughs> what'd you give them, what'd you give the Bengals gunner? Um, I had the Bengals at a B plus as well. Um I just I like the Jamar Chase pick. Even even if it wasn't um exactly what they needed. Um uh, maybe they needed an offensive lineman more. But I think keeping um Joe Burrow happy trumps um yeah. any of that and that's what they did. Also, how many A pluses do you guys have? For one for your, so uh, far. Well, I was saying like total. You know how many A pluses you would give out? So I have one, two, three, four. I have four A pluses. We've already went over two of them. But I have a lot of like just A A minuses just because yeah. I thought a lot of teams. But like here, this probably should be an A plus. The Cleveland Browns. But I have them at an A. A solid A. Maybe a weak A+. plus. It's a solid A. Greg Newsom, great pick. Jeremiah Wusakormo, a straight steal. Great at pick. At 52. They got yeah. him at 52. That is a steal. They got Richard LeCount third all the way down in, like, the fifth or sixth round. Great pick. Loved him. Anthony Schwartz out of Auburn's a great pick, too, in the third. Like, there's just so many... 
And, like, the Browns could have taken Jeremiah in the first round. They really could have. And they were like, oh, maybe they were looking around. They're like, oh, when it just came out right before we started recording that, the reason he fell is because of, like, a heart issue that came up right before the draft. I really – I hope it's nothing serious. But, like, it really just goes to show how, like, literally the tiniest things could, like – Drop you a whole round. Obviously, like, your heart is not, like, a tiny thing. But, like, who knows? It could have been, like – Maybe he had like a heart palpitation when he was six years old, and they yeah. saw that, and they were like, "Oh yeah, you go from a first round pick to a to a late second round pick." Yeah, like it's crazy, but I give them a solid A. I like their draft. Like that was like that's a top five, almost top five draft for me. Was the Browns? Yeah, I had them at an A as well. Um, I just thought, uh, like DJ said, um, Greg Newsom at twenty six was a great pick. Um, I mean they like. They just didn't miss any of their picks. They hit on all of their picks. Um, and I really, really, really like Anthony Schwartz um, out of Auburn. I think that's going to be a pick down the future, whether um, Odell Beckham stays in Cleveland or not. Um, I really think Anthony Schwartz could be something in the future yeah. for them. I, I have him at an A+. Plus. Um, I think Greg Newsom is a great pickup. And I also think Jeremiah is going to be an absolute beast. Um, especially if he's going to learn from, you know, Miles Garrett and uh, Stefanski. I think he's just going to be so good. I, I really do. Um, right, This is one of the teams. I'm always ready to watch Baker play, but I'm more excited to watch Jeremiah play now and watch the Browns play next year. Uh, next up is Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I gave Dallas, I gave Dallas an A minus. Could have been an A. Micah Parsons at twelve. They traded back from ten to get Micah, which is was smart. They didn't want to take him. They knew no one was going to take him at ten or eleven. Uh, then later, like Jabril Cox, where they drafted him, great value. Liked him a lot, but they reached on some corners like. Pretty hard. That's the only reason it's A. I love the Micah pick for them. Like, I love it for them. Like, A- minus basically because of Micah and where they got Jabril Cox. But the rest of their, like, they reached on some corners. Like, I don't know if they got good value for any corner where they were taken. I feel like they reached, but they had to because their secondary was just so bad. Like, Kelvin Johnson, or not Kelvin Johnson, Kelvin Joseph was like, I'm not going to say he's the only one that's going to be good. But, like, out of all the corners that they drafted, he's, like, the only one I see with, like, the upside. Yeah. That's, like, really worth reaching for. But, I don't know. I could be just crazy. But no, I agree with you because they couldn't, they couldn't afford to let these corners slip up and go by. Like, you know what I mean? Anything that's going to help their secondary – yeah. They could not afford to let those guys go. So you what did what did you say DJ? You gave them an A minus? Yeah, I gave them an A minus. I'm I'm gonna give them I hate to be the same, but I'm gonna give them an A minus as well. because um, they couldn't they really couldn't let uh Joseph go. Like they had to take him or they can't let those guys slip up because that's gonna e- hurt them even more. I'm giving them a uh, A. I think Micah is also going to be absolutely insane. I think he's going to fit well in Dallas. Um, 
also just them getting Jabril Cox at 115 just kind of insane. Jabril Cox is a beast, and that's just two solid linebackers that they got for good value at their positions. Yeah, they they reach on corner, but I mean it was kind of something you could see them already doing. I think it was already known that they were going to do that coming into the draft because how bad they needed corner. So, yeah, I'm giving him an A. Um, shout out Jabril Cox, though. He's a Kansas City kid. He went to Kansas City. Yeah. Um, and then or he went to high school in Kansas City and then went to LSU. But Kansas City kid got drafted 15, 115th by the Cowboys, so that's pretty cool. Nice. Uh, next up, we got Denver. So Denver was in a weird position at nine where they could have taken quarterback, but after trading for Teddy, they were I'm pretty sure they're locked on giving Drew Locke one more year with the reins. And if he, you know, does as bad as he did last year, then they're just gonna, you know give the keys. Yeah, let him just do something with them. Kind of like a Sam Darnold yeah. situation. But uh he obviously his team's better than what Sam had, but they got Sertan. Javante Williams like one of the most underrated running backs in this draft. He's running back three. That was a great pick, I I think. Caden Stearns. Caden Stearns, Seth Williams, Kerry Vincent Jr. All like had some solid, solid picks. Uh I give I gave the Broncos I'm I give them an A minus. That's why I had on them. I mean, I love the Sertan. Javante Williams, just because obviously they lost Philip Lindsay and Melvin's old. Melvin's yeah. not their solution, so they're going to start young, which will be perfect for them. And they just got a lot. And they, uh, I don't know how to say the O lineman's name. They drafted him Quinn Merners. I'm assuming that's yeah. how you say it. Yeah. Solid. Uh, I just like their draft was like, it wasn't like exciting, but like they drafted positions. That'll make them better. Yeah, like for sure. Um, I I'm gonna give the Broncos an A. Um, they really just hit on their picks and what they needed, and that's I mean that's pretty much what DJ said. Um, I'm giving I'm also giving them an A. Um, I think Patrick Sertan's gonna be insane for him, and Javante Williams is like also DJ said is one of the most underrated running backs in the draft class, and. They, I think he's going to be a stud down down the line. All right, now let me talk about my Lions because they next. So, Lions for me. A with 800 pluses after it. Obviously, it's not what most people are going to grade it. But we drafted best player available almost every single pick. And we have, I know this isn't part of the draft, but we have 13 undrafted rookies we have signed also. We are young. So, Seventh pick, we go Panay. Perfect. Totally fine with it. I'm not I'm I'm okay with passing on, you know, any receiver that we could have got there because we can get it later. Next pick, we go Levi and Wuzarike. Perfect. We need D tackle besides the Sean Hand. That's perfect. Next pick, we go Aleem McNeil. Could have went, you know, this is where we could have taken, you know, reached on a receiver. But it's I don't know if we needed him, but it's okay. Next pick is, this is the pick I really like, just not because of the name. It's Ifitu Melanfonwu. I've went through all these names to make sure I can pronounce them right. (laughs) 
Syracuse, super athletic. It just doesn't have, you know, you know, the technical side of, you know, playing corner. It's not one of the hardest positions to play besides quarterback. Next pick, I, no, okay, that was like one of my favorite. This next pick is my favorite. Is Amon Rossi Brown from USC? Love him at USC. Next pick, Derek Barnes out of Purdue, and then the last pick we had was Jamar Jefferson out of Oregon State. He's my boy from college football, fourteen, doing Oregon State franchise. He is my boy with the updated rosters, uh, and some. I gave yeah a plus with you know whatever's. Undrafted rookies we got. We got Rakeem Boyd. Anyone know who Rakeem Boyd is? Anyway, he was in Last Chance U. He went to Arkansas, and we signed him. Also signed Dedrick Mills from Nebraska. Let's go. And then the biggest, really the biggest one we got was Sage Surratt. I wanted us to draft him with our last pick, but we took Jamar, and nobody took Sage. So we really got two rookie receivers. I think that are going to be really good. I hope Amon Ra is amazing. Panay, the team, like, I don't know if you guys ever saw a video of, you know, what Brad Holmes and Matt Campbell and Shiloh Ford were doing after, you know, uh, we drafted Panay. They were going just batshit crazy <laughs> in the in the war room. Yeah. That got me so excited for this next season, even though I know we're not going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to. We're going to be like, I don't know. We'll be like, we're at 17 games. We'll be like six. <laughs> we're going to win like six games, but it'll be the most exciting six wins I've ever <laughs> watched, ever. But I'll let you guys know. I ran it for too long. A plus, 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 plus for me. It's also an A plus for me. Uh, Panade's insane, and he's just going to grow in Detroit for all the quarterbacks that you can put in f- behind him. I don't know who is your franchise quarterback after Jared Goff, but um, uh, Levi is super good too, and I uh, Amon Ra is so good. I I thought he's gonna go higher. It's kind of a steal for where you got him, so it's definitely an A plus for me. Yeah, the Lions hit their draft picks this year. A plus. I mean. They they really did. They just picked the best talent, the best player available. I mean, St. Brown, I, I like St. Brown at uh, – what, what round was that? Was that third round or second round? St. Brown was the – Was that third round? No, Early third fourth or round. Fourth, Early round? fourth round? But, like, even seeing him – like, I don't even think he should have fell the fourth round. And the Lions snagged him, and they just had – the Lions had a good draft. Yeah. Um, I think we went – into this draft more of drafting best player available every pick instead of drafting team needs like we have been for, you know, how long. Yeah. Because last year, if we would have drafted best player available, we obviously wouldn't have taken, you know, Jeff Akuda at three. But yeah. we did because we need corner, like, desperately. And then, I mean, I'm already getting pissed off. So, you, you like, you see the difference in the team, like, drafting when we don't have, you know, the worst coach in the league of like all time, <laughs> and Matt Patricia, the one calling all the shots. And you see what happens whenever Lions fans basically revolt and tell Shiloh Ford to fire everybody, which she did. And so hires Brad Holmes, and he's the one that hires the whole staff. And you can just see the energy change and like the culture change that's happening to the team. And like trades Matthew Stafford, which had to happen. 
but we got picks out of it, so it's okay. Trade for Michael Brockers for like nothing, literally nothing. It was a seventh round pick that maybe turns into a future MVP. I don't know, but we get like it's just like such a awesome difference to see like a always losing team like have a winning culture. Yeah. Even if we lose, like I said before, even if we lose like a lot and we win like five or six games, those wins will be like the most exciting wins ever. And you, even the losses, you can take them. Like it's like watching like OKC games this year. Like even the losses, you take them with like you know you take them to your heart because like they you see your players like develop and yeah. stuff. So it's always awesome to watch. But so that was you know mine. But you guys also gave A pluses, right? Yeah, I wasn't really listening. Uh, all A pluses across the board uh, for the Lions. Next one, Green Bay. See, this is a controversial one because first-round pick, of course, they don't go goddamn receiver again yeah. for how many years in a row? Too many. They take one in the entire draft. Amari Rodgers, not going to hate on him, but, like, you know, you could have taken somebody in the first round. You could have taken... Terrence Marshall. Terrence Marshall. could have taken Rondell Moore. Could have taken, you know, reach oh, on somebody. The yeah. Giants reached for their receiver that they want. Like, Kadarius Tony wasn't, like, you know... On everyone's big board to be a top receiver to go. Yeah. But they reached for him because they wanted him. They needed him. I dude. mean, Eric Stokes, like, is good because he fits their he fits their scheme of how the Packers have always wanted their corners. And their secondary was bad. I don't know because, like, I see both ways. Like, do you come into this draft making your team better or come to this draft pleasing Aaron, Aaron Rodgers? And that's the thing. Like, I want to give the Packers a bad grade, but I just don't think I can. I'm sure some one somebody will. Tanner, you probably will. I just don't know if if I'm the GM and I'm sitting here with my MVP quarterback saying that I'm not coming back. Do I go into this draft thinking, okay, we let have me help him? Let me let me make him happy, or do I make just the team better around him better in general? But only on defense because that's basically all they drafted besides like two O linemen. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna give I'm just gonna give the Packers a B <clears throat> just because I like the Eric Stokes pick. It's just that I would have I don't know. It's so hard for me to decide if I would have rather seen them draft a receiver because they needed him like bad. <laughs> Their second best corner was Kevin King. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna stick with the B because I don't know if I should give him higher or lower for that. Actually, I'll give I'll go C because that's like the n- the neutral like neutral. I'll go C. You wanna go ahead? Yeah. I'm giving him a C plus, and the only reason I'm giving him C plus is because yeah, they need receiver. They need receiver bad, and it's obvious they need receiver bad because that one guy I don't remember his name. Marquez. Yeah, Scaling. yeah. He, he, everyone's like, oh, he'll be all right for a second option. Well, he will have one 80-yard touchdown in the game and then drop every wide-open pass that goes his way after that. So they need receiver, but they also need cornerback because Kevin King is terrible. Kevin King's awful. Jair Alexander is good, but besides Jair Alexander, no one on the field is good. So I don't blame them for taking corner. 
And Josh Myers is honestly a good pick for them in the second round. So I, I think they got C plus. It's just and at this point you can't you just gotta play kind of neutral because Aaron Aaron said he wants out. Who knows how long that'll last? Because he might end up saying, No, I want to stay. You never know. So I'm giving it a C plus. I'm I'm going I'm going C because I'm just neutral about it. Because I mean, if you're trying, because the thing is, like DJ said, if you're if you're trying to please Aaron Rodgers, then the grade for this draft is not very good. But if you're just trying to make your team better, like better in general, then it's a good draft. Then it's a good draft. So it's like hard. It's really hard to grade the Packers. So I'm 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 just gonna go C as well because I just it's very hard to grade because you don't really know what they were thinking going into this draft. Yeah. Um, right, this is probably this is probably the worst draft coming up next is the Texans. Go ahead, Tan. I'll let you rant because you used to be a Texans fan. Yeah, I quit being Texans fans after we traded uh, D Hop for a bag of potato chips. I know, so you used to be. <laughs> yeah, but does this surprise you? This draft surprise you? I don't think it's all that bad of a draft. Really? I mean, Davis Mills is bad. Okay, but like Davis Mills is also they're in their mind they're going quarterback to replace Deshaun Watson if they have to replace Deshaun Watson. You know what I mean? Brevin Jordan's good, but at the same time, like for what they had to work with, I don't think it's all that bad because they had like barely any picks because we traded them. They not we they traded them all for nothing. So I don't. I, I think it's like a C minus is what my grade is for it because I don't think it's 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 bad, but it's not bad for what they had to work with. I I just gave it an F because I absolutely despise the Texans just because of how they've handled their organization for how long. I mean they tra- they've traded all their damn picks for no reason. I mean the, all their picks the first and second were Laramie Tunsil. Okay, you got a O lineman who that's too much to give up for him. Like yeah. I can already say. Uh they traded away both their middle round picks this year for who? I can't remember who they, they gave traded one of their middle round picks and then one next year for somebody. Who was it? Um uh, we traded one of our we traded D Hop in a fifth for David Johnson in a fourth. Oh, they That's need, but like, I just don't. I, my, I'm not really grading an F for the players they drafted. I'm grading an F because how the hell do you have this little picks when you're in a rebuild? That and they won't have this many picks next year either. I, I get, I get like your it's point. Like they're like in a N- Brooklyn Nets like 2015 situation. Yeah. Like, why would you trade? Like, they made the playoffs like what? Two years ago. Two years ago, and then they were when the Chiefs like, won the Super Bowl, they played the Texans, and that was when the Texans had the lead. And then, I mean, the Texans like they always like somehow make the wild card. I don't understand how they did it with Brock Osweiler. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand how they do it. And then they just sell the bat like they. I don't, because like Davis Mills, are you like if you're for sure Deshaun's not being your quarterback next year, and you're gonna have Davis Mills, then middle finger right to you because he's not that good. Well, they have. Have 
he won't even start for him if they trade Deshaun because they signed Tyrod Taylor. So then why would you even draft Davis Mills? Then like you're at just that wasting point, just a draft him. pick. That's like it's just a it's just a young replacement. Tyrod Taylor's like twenty eight. But you're banking on Davis Mills coming in and being as well. They're not they're not banking on him. It's just why would you just not draft a skill position? It's also it's just someone to have. You never know. I mean, you never know. I'm not saying I'm not comparing the two players, but Tom Brady got picked like super. He, sound, he sounds like a fanboy right now. Tana, <laughs> he sounds like a, a Texas. Fan, no, I'm Tana, not a fan. Like I'm just saying, like you never know. Like people get drafted late and aren't supposed to be good, but turn out good. That's true. So you never like you never know. It's That's someone to have. It's a young prospect. It's someone to have other uh, rather than nobody. I mean, they could have just drafted a skill position because they lost Will Fuller. They, uh, who even are their receivers? Randall Cobb and... Randall Cobb. <laughs> and Kiki Cuddy. And your best option was with your pick, you drafted Nico Collins. At, with that 67 pick, there was a receiver there to draft because I know there was a receiver from 67 to 89. I wish I could pull up the whole draft, but I'm not going to sit here and scroll through it the whole time. Yeah. Brevin Jordan's fine. I mean, he's the I'll highlight of their draft. I think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like he is. Brevin Jordan is the highlight of their draft. I gave him a D plus because one, like DJ I, said, not, you gotta have more freaking picks than this. You're rebuilding. You gotta. You can't. You trade, can't live with trade this. all your older players for picks. Yeah, you can't even live with this. Even if yeah. they're sixth and seventh round picks, you need more picks than five picks in a rebuild and a seven round draft. Five picks is all you have, and you don't even have a first and a second. Yeah, your first one's a sixty-seven. Like, that's just ridiculous. And they're just that's they're, ridiculous. They're just a terrible run organization. But I mean, exactly, they get they're getting what they had coming to them. This is what I mean. They deserve this. This is what I hope they're almost winless next year. This is it's what not, they ask for. I mean, it, this is what they're this asking what for. Fucking Bill O'Brien asked for. Yeah. Bill O'Brien. I mean, they're fault. just gonna. It's not anyone else's fault besides Bill O'Brien and Jack Easterby, because like everyone else, because you could tell like once Bill O'Brien, because I was a Texans fan, so I watched a lot of Texans games last year. Once Bill O'Brien got fired, the entire organization like shifted, because we had like the interim head coach, and he was like really, he wasn't like really good. He wasn't like the best coach ever or anything, but like. He was really good compared to Bill O'Brien. Their owner's also not good either. No. Just because, like, tell your quarterback, you know, we're going to help you when we sign a when we sign a GM and all this stuff and or whatever it was, and then they just don't even consult him at all. Like, yeah, that's just throwing a biggest middle finger right in his face, and then obviously the whole scandal with them going on right now. But you don't even know if he's coming back. Yeah, I don't know. I just honestly just don't like the Texans right now. Just for how they've like handled a lot of stuff going, like how they've handled their organization the last like five years, you know, just these trades that they've made just don't make any fucking sense. Like yeah. they just don't make sense. And like I don't the D hop trade made like what I zero sense. sense. What I don't zero understand sense. is like you're telling me. So you're telling me if the if the Texans picked up the phone and called every team in the NFL, and and or just said D hops on the trade block, who wants him? The best thing they got was from the Cardinals. That was the best thing they could have got back. That's the best yeah. thing they received. There's no, no freaking way. It's, it's DeAndre Hopkins. It's it's just people 
it's just I don't I don't know what their deal is. Like Bill O'Brien was just so bad. Well, it's also it was also like a rushed thing because Bill O'Brien. I don't know if you guys know this. Bill O'Brien and him like got into like almost a fist fight in the locker room. Bill O'Brien's like a is basically racist. Well, yeah, that's why because <laughs> Bill O'Brien said that he called him called him something like I don't even remember. Basically, told him they didn't take care of his baby mama, and basically abandoned his kid or something. And D Hop's like, okay, I want out, and that's basically why D D Hop like requested a trade. And then they're like, okay, trade for whatever the first offer you get, pretty much. Yeah. Let's just grade I'm this done. and get to the yeah, next team. I'm done talking with Tan. What's your grade? What was your grade? You give him a C minus. C minus. Let's go to the next team. I'm I'm good Colts. on the Colts or on Colts. the. Okay. You wanna go ahead? Yeah, Colts. Uh, I thought they. I mean, I think it was just an average draft. Quiddy Pay was a good pick. Yeah. Sam Ellinger obviously later was just. You know, someone to back up Carson Wentz because they lost Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I just gave it a B. I thought it was just a solid draft. I agree. I gave him a B as well. Quiddy Pay at 21, I thought was a solid pick. And then taking Sam Ellinger just to have another QB, I I thought they had a very a solid draft. Just a solid draft. I I also gave him a B. Literally everything you yeah. guys just said. Quiddy Pay's beast, and Sam Ellinger has potential to be good and I mean he's sitting behind Carson I mean Carson's not the greatest quarterback in the world but you never know all right next team up is like one of the biggest teams coming into this draft was the Jacksonville Jaguars so obviously the first pick we took Trevor Lawrence but like their second pick in the first round was controversial because they took Travis Etienne uh first second round pick they took Tyson Campbell Kind of a weird pick. He's a scheme fit, but kind of a reach. Yeah. Could have took a safety. They took one later. I mean, they took J2 Fele later. Liked him a lot. Uh, uh, the Jags? No, I don't, I don't know. I didn't even give the Jags an A+. Plus. They, Travis Etienne pick's kind of weird. I gave them just a solid A. They were the team that passed on um, Bo Rig, right? And another safety. I can't Who was the name. other one? They passed on Trevon and... Somebody else, because that's what brought their grade down for me. But I can't remember who the other um, safety was. It was Mo Rig and someone else. I can't remember either. Oh, uh, Javon Holland. Javon, yep. But, yeah, so I gave them just a solid A. I don't know. This one's so hard for me because basically Urban Meyer came in this draft and was like, Drafting best player available. Best player available. Every pick, which is good. That's a good mindset to have. Yeah, and Travis Etienne was definitely the best player available at 25. It's just, did you really need to pick Travis Etienne in the first round? After what James Robinson just did last year. After your undrafted rookie, James Robinson, was insane. I think they're going for like a, I think they're going for like a, you know, one-two punch kind of thing, but their O-line's also not good, so they yeah. could take O-line that's, there. That's what I thought they were going to take, and that's why I think they should should have took him. It just, I don't know. It's such a hard, like, this for me is such a hard thing to grade because, I mean, Travis Etienne's good, but just I think he also took him because of Clemson fit. Yeah. Clemson, like, duo, basically. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him an A-minus. 
is my that's fair is mine. Um, I just the ty- the Travis Etienne pick is just so weird. Yeah, it's so hard to grade because of it. Yeah, because then like, what's that mean for James Robinson? Like, you know what I mean? And what's that mean for Travis Etienne? Like, who gets the carries? They'll how it, do you? The best like best case scenario is they do like a Cleveland Brown situation to split carries. Yeah. Um, I get I gave the Jags an A. Um, I I mean going, having like you said, DJ, the mindset of just taking the best player available. That's never a bad mindset to have. Um. But I, with that being said, I really would have liked them to take Mo Rig at thirty three rather yeah. than Tyson Campbell. But I mean, it is what it is. But. Um, I mean, Tyson Campbell will still be a solid pick for them out of Georgia. Yeah. Uh, next team up, we got Kansas City. John, you can go first. Um, I gave the Kansas City Chiefs an A+. Um, I really like Nick Bolton. I really like that pick um, from Mizzou. Um, they're going to keep him in Missouri, which is really cool. With the second, with their second um, pick, they had Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma, a center, which was I thought was a really – um, That's a steal. Yeah, that was a really, Absolute really steal. good steal. Let's draft a good steal. Um, and Noah Gray from Duke, a tight end, great pick. Um, and then Trey Smith, even though he was our last pick for this draft, I think Trey Smith, the guard from Tennessee, he is he's a big boy, he'll and be, he's gonna do his whenever he gets the playing time, he's he'll do his job. Um, I also gave the Chiefs an A plus. I thought with. See, this is how this is how you want to draft when you do, when you have limited picks because drafted Nick Bolton, great pick. He's gonna what we help their help their linebacking core. Creed Humphrey at sixty three is an absolute steal, and they need interior line. Yeah, because they've got their tackles almost perfectly situated now. Like the Chiefs' own line going into next year is going to be good. Uh, I mean, they really we left have tackle. Joe Tooney. Um, left tackle, Tooney, probably Creed, Kyle Long, and Orlando Brown yep. Jr. Orlando's running left tackle. So they just don't – I mean, they have whoever they had a right tackle last year. That's like their weakest spot is right tackle. And we'll be able – a lot of our offensive linemen are very um, – what's the word? Flexible. Flexible. Um, Kyle so Long whenever, can run tackle. Yeah, so really Kyle Long can run multiple posi- positions. Creed Humphrey, he came in – he's a center. He could probably run right guard. But I'm sure he could run – he could run a, a guard. different position or two. Or Austin Blythe can run right guard. Oh, but, but we are very flexible in that regard to offensive line, and I just think we really hit in this draft. Noah Gray's great depth put behind Travis Kelsey. Trey Smith would have been drafted in, like, the early second round, but he's had blood clot issues, which sucks. But if he can, you know. Stay healthy. Stay healthy and, like, not have those issues anymore, that, like, he'll be – Really solid because he was good at Tennessee. Like that blood call issues costed him basically four, f- three to four rounds of his uh, draft stock. But I get I gave him an A plus too. I thought it was a great draft. Great draft. Uh, here we go. This is a controversial one next. Uh, Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders. I gave him a D. I'm just gonna say that right out. Rip. They drafted Alex Leatherwood at 17, which. By far the worst pick of the draft. Alex Leatherwood, they could have got a 43 with their second pick. I can almost guarantee you that they could have got Alex Leatherwood at 43. Alex Leatherwood's good, but he's not 
number seventeen overall numbers. draft pick worthy. Yeah, like he's he's a solid tackle, but he there's definitely better tackles available, and I just I Trevon Bowrig's also very good. They got him in the second round, which is a good thing for them. But besides that, I just I can't get over the Alex Leatherwood pick. They're just so bad. Uh, I gave the Raiders. I gave him just a C. I would be lower, but I think the Trayvon Bowrig pick really, you know, saved their grade for me just because they needed they need secondary. They also need linebacker, which they didn't take. You know, uh I think that if the Cardinals didn't take Zayvon Collins at sixteen, then the Raiders would have at seventeen. I think they were kind of just in a like a weird spot. Apparently they really liked Alex Leatherwood. <laughs> I mean, Alabama tackle Big, big boy. Like, he probably would have went for 43, middle, second round, maybe early second round. I mean, it's not, like, as bad as a pick just because, like, I don't know. I I just don't know what they could have done. I, they probably should have just traded down. But, I don't know, it's the Raiders. They, <laughs> It's the Raiders. Like, yeah. That's all you have to say is it's the Raiders. <laughs> I gave them a D-plus. Trevon Morig, in my opinion, like DJ said, save their draft. Um, I think, I think he'll have the best career out of everybody that they drafted in their draft. Um, but I really, I wish they would have either traded down from seventeen or just went somewhere else. I don't know if Alex Leatherwood was the answer, but apparently they thought it was he was the answer, and that's who they went with. I'll be quick on this next one. Chargers, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, they got Rashawn Slater, A plus. That's all I have to say. That's, it that's, fell right into their lap. That's yep. all I was gonna say too. Is Rashawn Slater A plus? They got the one thing they needed, and they got the second best O lineman in the draft class. That's all I have to say. Yeah, and they backed it up, and they took Asante Samuel Jr. That's too, like to. which yeah. is a good pick. He's a good corner out of Florida State. That they had a good draft, A for the Chargers. Next, we got the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, I gave the Rams, I gave him a B plus. I like Tutu Atwell a lot. Ernest Jones, good pick. Uh, I think they just had a solid, very solid draft. Fill some depth spots for sure. That's all. I, I gave him an A. I think Tutu is a big, not I don't want to say upgrade, but it's going to be a big like uh, piece moving forward. Um Cooper Cup replacement, pretty much. Cooper's not old by any means, but like he can, he's a he not Cooper Cup kind of player. Both super fast. Um, Robert Woods um, is also old, so I think it's a good pick for them. And so that's why I gave him an A. Uh, I gave them a B plus. They had a, they had a solid draft. Um, two two, great pick at fifty seven. Um, but yeah, I think I think that. The Rams had a good pick, a good draft. Just listen to these top. Okay, so we're in Miami now. Listen to these top f- just four picks for Miami. Jalen Waddle, Jalen Phillips, Javon Holland, Lane Eikenberg. Stacked. That's – I gave him an A-plus just for those top I, four. I gave the That's Dolphins great, an A-plus as well. I I gave them – I think they had the best draft. And Arguably, they you could argue. You could debate yeah, that. You can yeah. debate, but I think they had the best draft. Great draft. No, Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips are – both insane players. Javon Holland's good. And Liam Eichenberg. Yeah, Eichenberg. Eichenberg 
is good as well. I think they have the best draft. In Shout my out opinion. to the Dolphins, though. I bet Dolphins fans are happy. There's some people hating, like, saying the Dolphins are going to be doggy next year. No, like well, that's like uh, they they they're not will they be better than they were last year? You can argue yes and no, but like they're not going to be like a bad football team. Yeah. No. They're going to be fun to watch. Like, and they have Brian Flores. Brian Flores is a great defensive coach. Like yeah. Jalen Phillips will probably be like he could you could argue he could be defensive rookie of the year next year. He could. Just because he plays with Brian Flores, but uh Minnesota Wait, yeah, Minnesota. Yep. Minnesota Vikings. Christian Darisaw traded down and they still got him. Yeah. Great. They took Kellen Mond. I love Kellen Mond. Like, he's really, like, patient with the football. That's, like, his one, like, he really waits till you're, like, wide open to throw <laughs> it to you. Uh, Chester at Wyatt Davis, where they got him, is great value. So, I gave, uh, I gave the Vikings an A. I thought they had a great draft just for being able to trade down. They also took a guy from UCM. <laughs> Uh, and like the, <laughs> oh, like the sixth round is a tight end. Uh, hey, the last tight end to come from UCM was, was Delaney Walker, and look how he planned out. So <laughs> you never know. Uh, I gave them an, an A. I thought they had a very solid draft just for being able to trade down and still get an O-lineman that good. I I honestly, like, I knew they picked Christian Dersaw and Kellen Mond, but I wasn't paying attention, like, close to much after that because – after that, I was just, you know, kind of bored because <laughs> it took forever. Um, but I'm after seeing what they picked, I'm giving them an A+. Plus. Wyatt Davis at 86. Wyatt Davis is really good. And Kellen Mond, I mean, he's very solid. Definitely be Kirk Cousins. I don't want to say Kirk Cousins' level of replacement, but he could definitely be a solid quarterback in the league. And Christian Darisol is a beast. It's Insane that he fell to twenty three in the first place. Honestly, yeah, that's who the Raiders should have taken. I agree. I had the Vikings at an A. The Vikings had a great draft. Yeah. Now here's another good one coming up: the Patriots. So Mac Jones fell right into their lap. No one had to trade up for him, like we all thought they were going to have to, or trade up for a quarterback in general. Didn't have to move. They go Christian Barmore in the second round. I think they traded up for him. Just off those two picks. I mean, I know, like, later, like, Ronnie Perkins is good. Cameron McGrone, good. Uh, I gave the Pats a B plus. I just don't know how much I like Mac Jones. But just for them, just for the pick being able to fall into their lap like that, I think it's totally fine. So, I gave him a B plus. I, get, I gave him an A. Um, the only reason I gave him an A is just because – Mac Jones, like Mac Jones, is a Bill Belichick quarterback. Just sits in the pocket and will doesn't have to run around. I mean, we see how Bill did with Cam Newton last year. I mean, it's not it's not Bill's fault that the Patriots were as bad as they were, but and Cam wasn't as bad. But I think Mac is. I think he's going to be a great fit in New England. Um, Christian Barrymore is really good too. Getting him in the second round was not necessarily steal, but it's just a great value for that pick. Yeah, I thought they, I thought they just had a solid draft. Yeah, they I did. Mean, I gave them an A as well. Yeah. They did have a good draft. Now here's one that you could argue that was not very good as the Saints. They drafted, you know, Peyton Turner at 28. I thought they were going to trade up and take a corner because. 
you know, they needed. They did also take Paul Sadebo later, who is he's solid. The quarter, I mean, Eden Book on Notre Dame, like he's like I don't know. He it's just like a pick, I guess, to just fill it out behind James Winston. So I guess you know why not? But I don't. I I gave their draft. I gave the Saints a C plus, just because nothing like. I mean, it's. I don't know how much Peyton Turner is gonna. You know, so like they took two solid defenders. I wouldn't say Pete Warner's a you know solid defender. I would rather have you know Paulson Adebo. Yeah. But I would give them just a C plus, just for. I wish I would have liked to see them trade up to get a better defender than Peyton Turner. I gave them a C just because I th- that's what I wanted and that's what I thought they were going to do. So I kind of expected them to trade up or to just find somebody, not to shit on Peyton Turner, but somebody better than Peyton Turner at 28. I would have liked to see – I would have liked to see him take Gregory, honestly. Yeah, not something like that. Because Gregory went – I would he would have been there. Take someone like him. He would Yeah, he would have been there. I would have liked to see him take someone like him, but I'm – I don't know if they're willing to, you know, take a player that has to, you know, be develop as much as he does. Yeah, I, I gave him a C too. I just, I don't. There's nothing on there. There's nobody in their draft that like popped out to me and just like this guy's gonna be a beast. This guy's gonna be a beast. It's just more of a, I don't want to say role player, but kind of like a role player draft for them. Just yeah, guys that are gonna come in and positions that they need. Yeah. Next one. The Giants. The Giants. I thought they just had an overall great day one. Solid draft. Um, I'm going to give them an A-. minus. Could be an A. I mean, you can argue that they reach for Kadarius Tony, but, like, when he has the ball in his hands, like, he literally flies. He's, like, like, he's just such a great player when he has the ball in his hands. It's just a matter if he can get, like, you know, solid the route running and, you know, the hands consistent. Yeah. And then the, the second round being able to take Aziz was still there. That's a another really solid pick. So I'll, I'll give him an A- minus just because really their first two picks were, like, their highlights of their draft. Yeah, I gave I gave the Giants a A-. minus. Kadarius, Tony, and like oh, you said. No, even so they, they were able to trade. They were they trade back to twenty with yeah. the Bears to get Kadarius Tony. So like got who they wanted. Yeah. So, I mean, the Giants did exactly what they wanted, and they got Aziz at fiftieth pick. They traded back a lot too. Like every single second round pick they had, they traded back. Like they just kept trading back and back and back. Yeah, they did. And they well. stacked up on the draft picks for next year. Like they'll have quite a bit next year. I I like the Giants draft that they had this year. I, I gave him an I gave him an A. Um, I think Darius Tony is gonna be a great fit for him. And Aziz is just so good. It's kind of insane that he fell to fifty, but he did. And I just I think he's so good. So so who next is the Jets. the Jets? Oh, here we go. So well, I've seen a lot of people giving A pluses, and I've seen a lot of people giving like B minuses. I'm I'm gonna give the Jets. I think it's my – I think I'm just going to give – I'll give them just a solid A. Zach Wilson, you can argue he wasn't even the second-best quarterback in the draft. You can argue Justin Fields is better. I think Zach Wilson's better, but I'm not going to sit here and debate that right now. 
trading up for Elijah Vera Tucker, huge. Elijah Moore, second round, huge. Then they took Michael Carter, who is Javante Williams' like backup at North Carolina, still very solid. So they don't have freaking Frank Gore yeah. as their you know go to. They took another guy later named Michael Carter, but he's a safety from Duke. You know, I just thought they had a really solid, really, really solid draft. I'm excited to watch the Jets play next year just as much as almost any other team that had a draft. I, I give him an A+. Plus. I think it was an A until they traded up for Elijah Vera Tucker. Elijah Vera Tucker's so good, and they traded up for him. That's just such a good, like, trade-up spot and great value for a great O-lineman. I think I gave him an A+, plus just because I got them. And, and their first pick in the second round, they got Elijah Moore, who's a very good receiver. Yeah, very good receiver. <laughs> yeah, I gave them an A for what you guys just said. They, they got what they needed. And Zach Wilson is going to be fun to watch next year. Yes. Next up, we got Philly. Yep. Traded up for Devontae Smith at 10. Took Landon Dickerson in the second round. After that, I can't really tell you much on these other prospects they drafted. But just for trading up for Devontae, showing that they need receiver, and drafting Landon Dickerson in the second round, I'm going A. That's that, I went B plus for the same reasons that you just said. Trading up for Devontae, I like that. Um, Devontae and Jalen Hurts, that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah. And then um, they got Landon Dickerson um, out of Alabama, which is a good, solid pick for them. And then, um, I mean, they, they, like you said, DJ, showing that they really just needed that wide receiver and that they were willing to go get it just proves that they're that they're interested and that they're willing to, you know. Yeah. I, I said I gave him an A too. Devontae Smith is a beast, and I just I'm not necessarily happy that they got the receiver. And I'm not a huge Eagles fan or anything, but it's def they definitely needed a receiver bad, a receiving course bad. <laughs> and Devontae Smith's gonna be good. Yeah, yeah. But and I'm pretty sure him and Jalen played together, correct? In college or like for one year? Yeah. So that's another like college connection that'll be good and Landon Dickerson's good that helps with their aging O-line so yeah. um, very solid drafts next up we got Pittsburgh see this is another one because Pittsburgh kind of they waited a while to draft O-line I think yeah they can Najee in the first and they took Pat Fryer myth Quincy Roche for where they got him down all the way in like the fifth round value wise solid too bad. hill like He's going to be a player that looks way like how Steelers linebackers are. He's gonna They're going to make him look way better than he actually is. But he's also just a straight athlete, too. Um, I want to give the Steelers, like, I, I'm going to give them a solid B just because I don't really think they solved their O-line issues at all. Hopefully that the guys they drafted pan out, but I think their O-line is going to be pretty bad. pretty bad next year. Yeah, I gave them a B. Just for what you said, like Najee's really gonna have Najee. I don't know if he's gonna have a great rookie year just because his O line's not gonna be good. Like yeah. running back isn't like running back isn't their problem because great O lines make bad running backs look, look good. good. Yeah, but a good running back can't make a bad O line look good unless it, you know you're a generational talent. Like I don't even know, like Barry Sanders or somebody yeah. like that. I I'm giving him a B as well. Um, Najee is. So good, um, and Pat's 
honestly really good. Is a uh, new Vance Advance retire or is there other tight end retire? They have Eric Ebron still, I think. So okay, so then Vance McDonald retired, and I don't remember. It's one of the two, but so they have their backup tight end in the future. And yeah, like you said, Quincy Roche, two hundred sixteen. He was projected to go way higher earlier in the year, and he just kind of fell. He dropped off a lot, and I, he's just he's. I think he's going to be a very solid linebacker. Yeah, uh, I don't think either. I don't think any other tight ends retired because Eric Ebron's only like twenty seven. Like he's young, and Vance McDonald's only like thirty. Uh, no, Van, no Vance retired. He did? Yeah. I did not see that. January 22nd, 2021. Wow. So there's where Pat retirement. will come in. and Yeah, he'll be their second tight end. But uh, next up we got San Fran. Uh, number three took Trey Lance. I, like, that's honestly, like, one of the best picks of the whole draft. I'm giving the 49ers, I have them as an A. Just for the Trey Lance pick. And they took Trey Sermon. So underrated. I think they took him in the third. Yep. Late third. Took a, took a Aaron Banks in the second also. I like Trey Sermon can fit in with, you know, Rasheem Moster yep. and all those guys, you know, just perfectly. Like, it's going to be so fun to watch them. And Trey Lance, I literally love Trey Lance so much. I wish, I wish he would have, you know, went to my team. But it's like. He's going to be, like, Kyle Shanahan. That's, like, the perfect fit for him anyway is Kyle Shanahan. Like, because it's going to be so fun to watch him. If if he can beat out Jimmy, then they yeah. you know, have their competition or whatever. But I gave him an A. I, I gave them an A as well. It would have been B if they – it would have been a B if they took Mac at three. But since they took Trey Lance at three, it's an A. I really like Trey Lance as well. Um, San Fran did good this draft. I'm also giving him an A. For he's all around. Same, same reason. I mean, he's just so good. This <laughs> this next one will probably be like one of the quickest ones. The Seahawks. They had three picks. Yeah. And they took Dwayne Estridge. They really didn't. I mean, they've solved their O-line issues through free agency and trades. So I'm not, I'm I'm going to give the Seahawks a C just because they Dwayne Estridge is, is good. That's like it. <laughs> I mean, the other yeah. two, that's all I got for them. I'm I'm the same. I'm going to see. Too. <laughs> it's a C. There's not there's not much you can really talk about um, with three draft picks. Um, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers took uh, Joe Tryon, 32 overall, and Kyle Trask. Took Kyle Trask. That's interesting. Hopefully Tom Brady can turn him in the next Tom Brady. <laughs> um, they had some solid KJ Britt, solid. I like him a lot out of Auburn. Uh, I gave the Bucks a B plus. I thought they had a very solid draft. I I wasn't I wasn't going into this thinking they were going to have a bad draft either. Like yeah. I knew they were going to have a good draft. I just gave them a B plus. I thought it was very solid. I gave them a B plus as well. I mean, you had to know it's the Buccaneers and like what they had last year. It's just they couldn't. There was no way that they messed they this draft mess up. up. Yeah, there's no. no way that they're going to mess this draft up. And they didn't. They I mean they did what they needed to do. Yeah. Uh, I gave him a B plus. Uh, just everything they picked Joe Tyron, good, good linebacker. Kyle Trask is gonna be the replacement for Tom Brady once he eventually retires. 
whether it be next year or in 10 years, who knows? Yeah, 10 years. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. So no one knows how long he'll go. He'll <laughs> probably go until he breaks his leg or something. Yeah. Has like a Drew Brees kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got the Titans, Tennessee Titans. So they took Caleb Farley at 22. If he stays healthy, that's a good pick. That's like one of the best in the first round because he was supposed to be one of the first corners off the board, but he's had injury issues. Um, North Dakota State tackle played with Trey Lance. They took uh, Dylan Rad- Reduns, I think um, is how you pronounce it. Yeah. Monty Rice, also out of Georgia. So I'm giving the Titans. I want to give them a B plus. It just depends on how Caleb Farley pans out. Mm, uh, I have B plus written down, so I'm just gonna stick with it. I'll go B plus, but I'm feeling more like a B. Yeah, I had that's what I had. I had the Titans at a B. Um, depending on how Caleb Farley plans out, um, he was a, he was a solid pick, I think, for them. Like DJ said, um, his injury concerns made him fall to twenty two, but I thought the Titans picking him up at twenty two wasn't too bad for them. I'm giving him an A minus. That's um, fair. Just just because I think Caleb Farley has he's obviously has the talent. He just has to stay healthy. He just has to stay healthy, and I think you know it just. He's like a really good corner, and that's their biggest need is corner. So I, I, I'm giving them, I'm giving them a minus. Yeah. And now our last team, Washington football team, Jamin Davis at 19 was a very interesting pick. He is going to help their linebacking like core with I think Reuben Foster's their middle linebacker, right? Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Uh, great just at like athlete can play you know he can cover he can rush like he can he's going to be a great linebacker for them they took tackle which is what they needed in the second round Sam Cosby's not terrible and they just did like depth positions through all this draft Shaka Tony down all the way in like this almost the seventh round from Penn State I like him um I'm gonna give the football team an A Probably thinking more of an A minus, but I'm gonna give them an A just because of how like this was a very very solid draft for them. I gave the Washington football team an A minus, like DJ said, they just had a really good draft. Um, they just touched up on everything they needed, and um, the Washington football team with um, Chase Young too already there. Um, they they have the potential to have um, they have some scary pieces on the defensive side that could really. Um, prosper into something in the they'll future. Be, they'll be like a team. That's like almost a must-watch team next yeah. year. Fitz really. Magic. Fitz with Curtis <laughs> Samuel and Terry. The defense. like Antonio Gibson's good. He, like he had a good year last year, so he'll be fun to watch this year too. That's going to be like one of my top five teams I got to make sure I watch every week. Like That's going to be a fun team to watch. But that was the last team, right? Yeah, yeah. that's the yep. last team. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving them an A too. That's solid. Uh, I think that's going to do it. Uh, make sure you go and uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, I think Instagram is just uh, the fan base podcast, all lowercase. Twitter yep. is uh, base underscore pod on yeah on Twitter. Uh, follow us there for like updates and stuff on what we're doing. Uh, inks. We'll have a episode out tomorrow. Tomorrow will be NBA because we're kind of we'll be. Won't be much NFL to talk about now for a while unless yeah. some you know blockbuster thing happens. So we'll be back to the NBA before the playoffs start. Have a bunch of episodes lined up for you guys. But uh, 
like that'll do it. Fan base out. Deuces. See you.